Blog Talk Radio. 209 at a ground control. We're loaded and ready to taxi. 209er, taxi to runway 19er. Flight 209er, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? LA departure frequency 123.9er. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Flight 209er, clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Now I radio clearance over. That's Clarence over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger over. What? Huh? It's that same but time. Same but channel. Every weekday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with your host, Dusty Bowles. Better buddies than a mystery. It's grown through a community of cultivators. On Let My People Grow, we invite you, the listener, to participate in the show. Give us a call at 917-889-8298. And please, feel free to ask any questions in regards to cannabis cultivation, cannabis activism, and anything in regards to the cannabis community and culture. This is a show by, of, and for the cannabis community and culture. Let My People Grow was created to be a platform in which to share real-life personal experiences and knowledge with the everyday cannabis consumer, to promote effective and sustainable change, and educate the world on the importance of ending cannabis hemp prohibition. Please be sure to go to iTunes and Blog Talk Radio and subscribe to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, where you can find all previously recorded episodes of Let My People Grow, Philosopher's Stone, High Power Radio with Milan, Smoke Wolves Radio, and Voices of the Cannabis World. Thank you for tuning in to Let My People Grow. We're keeping you in the know. This is why we do the show. All right, Cannabis Culture. It's two more hours of your favorite show, Let My People Grow, with your host, Dusty Bowles. So put down the dabbering and pick up the mic, fellas. We got to get this show on the road. Actually, hand that over to me. The downside of marijuana is going to jail. And the other downside is a part to do with character of not standing up to get those people out of jail. Let our people go. Let our people grow. That's right. You heard it. Let our people grow. On the CCHI Radio Network, I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. In the studio with me is Sweet Lou. I hope everyone can hear me all right out there. My mic sounds a little weak, but it's coming through nonetheless. Uh, I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. This is Let My People Grow, like I was saying before. Um, we really we don't have a guest tonight this either this e- this evening. Excuse me, I'm having a hard time spitting stuff out. But we don't have a guest this evening, and. I had to go shoot down to the Met, the old Met, the old museum, and uh, pass out some petitions to um, some people that are going to be taking them back to Hanford and into um, that part of the valley. So we had to go shoot out and do that real quick. It was a little hard to get someone in today for to do um, an interview. So we don't have a guest this evening, but we're here to chat, talk. Um, talk about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative updates. Um, we had the whole team and crew out at the uh, High Times SoCal event last weekend. Um, maybe we can get someone to call in about that. Who knows? There's a lot of people that attended that event. Um, hopefully we will, but uh, we'll be hearing from some of our some of the usuals. 
on our music lineup this evening, like, you know, Gigantis, um, also some new ones like um, Para Bravo and uh, Frogman Experience, um, so be sure to check out all those on social media, on Bandcamp.com, ReverbNation.com, and on all social media sites. Check out their websites, but most importantly, purchase their music and show them the same love they show us over at the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative 2016. And if you want to find more information about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, you can go to cchi2016.org. And there you can find um, news updates, updates. You can sign up for the newsletter and email. You can also sign up to uh, volunteer. Um, You can donate to the campaign to help us pay for professional um, petitioners and signature gatherers to help us ensure that we qualify the Jack Hare Initiative or the CCHI 2016 on the 2016 ballot, which we are in 2016. So I guess this year you could technically say. Um, With that being said, um, let's see. Who are we going to play for our dab track this evening? Let's see. I think we should do a little um, green machine. Just do a little shout out to those guys. That was cool seeing the whole band over there, and they're all super excited about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. Chris Avila and everybody out at the band. Um, shout out to those guys. They're going to be taking them out to their shows and their events and um, gathering signatures. And um, also, uh, they're having a show out at the VA office or the VA hall, the Veterans Hall in Hanford this Saturday. So be sure to check them out. The Green Machine, if you're in that part of the Central Valley, make sure to check them out. Shout-outs, one love, positive vibrations to everybody in the band. Thank you guys for showing uh, the CCHI some love and dedicating some of your time to the cause and the people of California. With that being said, we're going to play... um, Let's see. No, let's play In the Valley because, you know... We're all in the valley, dude. So this is our dab track for this evening, The Green Machine in the Valley. Make sure to check them out on ReverbNation.com and at their YouTube channel where they have almost every album, every song they've ever made all um, popped up on their YouTube channel. You can just view it and listen to it there. So that's another way you can listen to it. Be sure to show them some love, purchase some of their music. This is The Green Machine with In the Valley. In the water, Run 
that was in the Valley by the Green Machine. Shout out to Chris Avila and everybody involved with the Green Machine and everything they're doing for everybody in the Central Valley and throughout California. Be sure to check them out at Reverb Nation and on YouTube, like I was telling you. Uh, <clears throat> they're playing local shows and venues all throughout California all the time. They're a nonstop reggae jam band that's just a uh, great show. If you ever see them live, they're really, really entertaining, great musicians. Be sure to check them out. And I hope you guys enjoy that critical AK forty seven on the way on the ride home. Bing bing. All right, we're back on the CCHI Radio Network. This is I'm your host Dusty Bowles. With me is Sweet Lou in the studio. Uh, <clears throat> with that being said, we're going to talk a little bit about the Free the Tree event that's coming up tomorrow evening at eight p.m. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's at the Catalyst Club. Um, which is at 1011 Pacific Avenue, Santa Cruz, California, 95060. And it's going to be taking place tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Um, 42 degrees to 63 degrees, partly cloudy. Hmm. There you go, weather updates and everything. Uh, tickets are available at CatalystClub.com. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's yeah, $10 at the door, 21 and over. Um, Mickey Martin's going to be a guest speaker, which would be very interesting. I'll be there in person, Dusty Bowles. With me will be Sweet Lou, and we'll be trying to um, record and take in as much of the event and show and, and the speakers that'll be and the words that they speak of in favor of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and so forth. We're going to try to get as much footage and bring that back to you guys, convert it into audio clips and play it for you guys on the show, as well as, um, you know, um, just having that for the campaign itself and the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative to utilize in the future. Um, having such a strong advocate like uh, Mickey Martin come up in favor of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and being a guest speaker at one of the events is a big deal. Um, he's uh, really he's highly respected amongst the community and activists and the industry. So um, that's a, it's, it's a great honor to be having him. Maybe we can get him on the show one of these days. It would be great. I keep trying to hit him up, but... You know, he's a busy man, so we'll see. Hopefully we get him on the show. We'll talk to him tomorrow. We'll see him tomorrow night. You guys can see him tomorrow night over at the Free the Tree event, a concert and rally for ganja legalization. You guys can hear Ancestry, Paro Bravo, Burnt, and No Malaka Doja, which uh, if you guys haven't checked out any of them or heard them on the show prior to this, um, they're amazing bands. Uh, it's going to be great to see them all live. And, you know, I like to point out, too, that these bands are very um, concerned about social justice and, make you know, and actually being um, parts of their community and giving back to their community in ways like they are right now with the Free the Tree event. You know, this is all put on by, um, you know, Mark Balin and other produ uh, promoters and the bands themselves working hard and, you know, promoting it and doing it all and I'm doing what I can as just a, a regular dude in Fresno and a concerned citizen and cannabis activist um, here in my doing my little radio program here in the Bud Cave. Pay no attention to that. Lou, that was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Uh, and that, that was, oh, I accidentally clicked the sound machine. It said burp. That's what it was. Okay. That wasn't me. Totally wasn't me, dude. <laughs> as long as it wasn't me. It, all right, it wasn't Lou, guys. It, it was. It was actually me. I totally burped. 
But the, that this event is going to be awesome tomorrow. Me and Lou right now, we're going to set up the GoPro, get it charged up, and have um, that and uh, the DVD recorder and different, you know, phones and all all the all the possible sources of media recordings for us to be able to sample and bring back to the studio and utilize for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative Radio Network, which uh, should be really fun. And then we get to meet, um, you know, it'll be cool because last week, uh, if, you, if for those who tuned in, we listened to, uh, we had D. Franks or Danny from um, Burnt call in last week. And we heard from um, Mark a little bit too. So, um, but Danny called in a little later, and it was great talking with him. And you know, it was awesome to hear. You know, at the end, he was "Let my people grow." That shit's funny. I want to use that as a clip. I'm gonna be like, "That was D. Franks from uh, from Burnt right there," and I'm gonna use it. So, that's, it's just fun ways that we can help self-promote bands that are all about the cause and all about helping and giving back to their communities. And and this is a way for all of us to do that. So and that's what we're all about here on this at at Let My People Grow and the CCHI is, you know, giving the information and the power to the people and then the people have to get take the get this, no pun intended, initiative to get off their butt. Which initiative essentially means take the first step, right? Get out there and do it. Take the initiative to get it done. So let's take that and let's use that. Let's do you know the people's initiative. That's what that's what I've always called the CCHI. I know everybody within it calls it the people's initiative. I've heard some people you know even refer to some of the outside uh, initiatives to uh, or other initiatives to as the people's initiative, which is I've never heard any other one ever coined or phrased the people's initiative. So other than the Jack Hare initiative, the CCHI, the one and only OG legit. And, you know, I you hear a lot of guff, you hear a lot of people saying, you know, volunteer bases just can't get it done. We just can't get it done. Well, if it's if we're, if we're relying on the people, who's not getting it done? You're not. I'm not. We're not. Right? That means because we're not showing the initiative. We're not showing that initiative to get out there and make a difference. The ability to assess and initiate things independently, the powers of opportunity to act or take charge before others do, right? Now, do you want the people to be in charge or do you want those, you know, the powers, the corporate powers to be and the monopolies that are currently buying our leaders and our governments at, you know, paying them off to ensure that they pass legislation that benefits their corporations or their businesses specifically. And uh, we've seen that happening here in California throughout the medical marijuana industry. We've had 19 years of a semi-quasi-regulated industry or self-regulated industry that has built up a lot of people that have been making a lot of money within the medical industry that really don't want to see much of it change, especially in the prices. They really want to see it remain the same, but just more restrictive and more excluded to themselves and their areas that, you know, that's why they're all in favor of the current, you know, the SBs and the AB bills and the MRSA is because it's going to allow places just like Fresno that's been fighting to, um, legally ban here this entire time to ban 
and other places throughout California to where places like Oakland, San Francisco and more liberal areas that have been doing it and participating in it and may, and they've been generating revenue and taxes and money for their um, local governments this entire time. You know what I mean? Those people are going to continue to take and see the benefits from it while we have to travel out of, out of the Valley, out of our homes, take our hard earned dollars here that we earn here in the Valley and take it out of the central Valley and put it into another economy. And that just doesn't make sense to me on an economic level. It doesn't make sense to me that they would want to force patients that are already, you know, a lot of these people are on fixed incomes. They're disabled. They're in wheelchairs. They have a lot of ailments that they are not able-bodied and can't get out and let alone spend the extra cost in traveling all the way to Oakland, San Francisco, other places, you know what I mean? So, the Central Valley, and it's funny because you see a lot of activists and other people that have that have been enjoying it in these other areas for a while. It's kind of been off the radar. Now that this MRSA and all this stuff is passed, you're seeing a lot more bands popping up, a lot more bands. You know what I mean? And that all has to do with the – it all correlates with that same thing. And, hey, you know what I mean? We have a choice. Just like, uh, you know, the Righteous Vibrations, we have a choice, man. Yeah. We don't have to we don't have to accept um the fact that the corporate model, the one that's got the the already paid funding that we knew was coming, which is it, it's almost alarmingly coincidental that Chris Conrad at the Berkeley free the con- free concert and uh, rally and free concert and rally in Berkeley, California that we had back in March when he was up on stage speaking, and I've played it on the show before, he was talking about how, um, you know, the MRSA bills and the AB bills and everything we, we've come accustomed to under Prop 215 and Senate Bill 420 are going to be changed forever with these new with the new legislation that we're going to see in the future. And in that same speech, he also said that you're also going to see there else, there's going to there's going to be a well-funded initiative regardless. You know what I mean? Whether it's a CCHI, which it will, it, it most likely won't be, that which he said. You know what I mean? And there, and but there has to be an alternative. You know what I mean? He actually said in that speech that uh, sixty a sixty four page initiative is what is what we would probably be seeing, and it's all going to allow every county to ban separately and all these other things. And it's just interesting that. The um, Adult Use of Marijuana Act or OMA or whatever the hell you want to call it, whatever they're calling it, is is almost exactly 64 pages, 63, 65, something like that. He was like two pages off. So he he was he was right on point in warning everybody at that event about how Prop 215 and Senate Bill 420 and medical marijuana, as we know, it was going to change forever as soon as the people that were working on passing this legislation got it through. That we it would be changed forever. Not only did he queue up on that, but he queued us all up on the fact that there's going to be a legalization bill that's going to be right in in line with it. That's going to allow all these counties to ban, and it's going to do it's going to do the exact opposite of what a lot of people within the community and cannabis and cannabis activists and everybody really wants to see happen. It's going to be like a micro version of prohibition. You know what I mean? That does, that's still, okay, well, you can have up to this much and this much and grow this much and do this much, but if you ever go over that, you're still a criminal and you can go to jail. 
No, but that's not legalization. I mean, the whole point of the movement and culture in the first place is eliminating the arrests and crimes associated with cannabis and hemp, right? I mean, that's that's why we fight for what we fight for. It's not because we want to, you know, oh, well, if if we just get six plants, you know, and, and a couple ounces, well, I think we could settle for that. You know, I don't, I don't want to settle for that. You know what I mean? And even if it does pass and that's all we get and that somehow, you know, I, I don't see I don't see the people backing this corporate, this huge corporate debacle of, the, you know, I, I see people signing up all day long and people really showing interest for an all volunteer initiative and wanting to get out there and gather signatures on their own time, their own dime. And actually try to make a difference, you know what I mean? But I don't, I don't see a lot of people saying, "Yeah, I'm in favor of this 64 page of um, legalization." You know, I, I talk to petitioners out at the college, city college, other camp, you know, campuses, and other people. I'm one of them. The last one I spoke to, he was like, "You know, I'm not really necessarily in favor of this. I'm just carrying it." You know what I mean? Because it's about legalization. And I was like, well, do you know about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative? Do you know that there's an all-volunteer um, campaign and grassroots campaign out there to re-legalize cannabis hemp in a way that gives the power back to the people, not less, not necessarily the state and the legislator? You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I told them, here, here's my card. If you're interested in carrying our petitions for us on a volunteer basis, you know, that would be awesome. And a lot of times they say yes or they don't. You know what I mean? They do or they don't. And you can tell which ones are out there for the money because they'll throw out all this. Their tagline, their first tagline is always like, save the whales, you know, or we're going to, you know, if you if you sign this one, we're going to save babies, whales, and we're going to put all these infants in school until they're three years old or some shit, you know? Like, it's always, like, this great cause. You're like, holy shit, yeah, if I sign, if I don't sign that, I'm an asshole, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, it's always something like that. And then, but, when you're, when you go out there and you talk to people and you show them a one-page initiative that's really common sense to the average man that's really simple and says, hey, this is, it's going to be taxed at a 10% rate, you know what I mean? It's going to be regulated just like the beer and wine models in California. You know what I mean? Like, that's something we fre we frequently bring up on the show all the time. And I talk to people all the time is, hey, um, people can literally grow as many grapes in their backyard or their personal property, as as many grapes as they need to cultivate up to, to be able to produce up to 100 gallons of wine for personal consumption. How many people do you know that do that or can afford to do that? Not a lot, you know what I mean? And that's but but the point of it is that every man should have the right to produce up the up to that point. And then at, at that point, once you go over that, now you're in the industry. Now you need to be taxed and regulated because you're selling to mass amounts of people. But you excuse me, you have to set a personal cultivation limit for that. And then you can say, okay, now you can cultivate up to this amount and then anything over that you're going to be in the industry now. Now you're going to be taxed and regulated because, you know, there's there's certain there's more precautions that have to be taken into selling to the mass public. So um with that being said, let's get to another track. We've already gone through about a half hour of the show. You're tuned in to let my people grow on the CCHI radio network, and I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. 
with me and Sweet Lou. We're going to listen to some Ancestry, who you guys can catch out tomorrow out at the Catalyst in Santa Cruz. You can catch me, Dusty Bowles. You can see Lou. You can see Mickey Martin up on stage, throwing it down, repping it for the cannabis community. Um, we also have some other people. Um, you can see Burnt, Pero Bravo, uh, Noma Lacadoja, and Ancestry, which we're going to hear from right now. And this is going to be, uh, let's play... Free yourself, because we must all free ourselves. No one's going to do it for us. Take the initiative. Take the initiative. Lou nailed it. Bingo, bango. This is Free Yourself by Ancestry.
gooey, man. I'm train wrecked off this medical marijuana, man. Hey, are you knowledgeable about the cannabis legalization effort in your community? Nah, man. We got medical. I don't see the point. Well, listen up, soldier. What did the five fingers of truth do to the face? What did it do to the face, man? Slapped it with a big bowl of reality because there are still Americans in jail for the same act covered by the legal gray area of medical marijuana. Not to mention the benefits that a large-scale industrial hemp program could do for the American agriculture. Your inability to think beyond your own self-interest spits in the face of the many activists who suffer so that you may medicate. Stand up for the activists who came before you and for your fellow man because anything less is smoking dudes on other Americans' time. This message is brought to you by the West Hollywood League of Extraordinary So should an activist get a card or not? (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was Ancestry with um, Free Yourself. Excuse me. Be sure to check out Ancestry at AncestryReggae.com. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all social media sites. Um, be sure to purchase their music. You can buy it from Bandcamp. You can buy it from their website. Or- all right, I think we're back up. That was a little weird. Skype. Issues again, man. Whatever. It's the man trying to keep us down, bro. Can't stop us. We're like babies, kids. We don't die. We multiply. <laughs> All right. Huh? Would I let my kids watch babies, kids? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's not that bad. Yeah. Oh, anyways, we're back. Let my people grow. Had a little te- technical difficulties there. Um, obviously, Skype sucks butthole, and uh, we we don't want to deal with them anymore. So we're just through the direct connect on the CCHI radio network. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. Um, you guys just heard from Ancestry. Check them out at ancestryreggae.com and on all social media sites. Be sure to purchase some music and show them some love. And if you're in the Santa Cruz area or anywhere in California, for that matter. It's going to be worth making the trip down to Santa Cruz or up to or down to or left to or right to whatever to you're going to. <laughs> um, make sure to check out this show tomorrow, the Free the Treaty event out at the Catalyst Club in uh, Santa Cruz. It's going to be super dope. Um, sure to check it out. Um, Pero Bravo, Ancestry, Nomalaka Doja, and um, Burnt. And uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Um, we'll see. All right. But um, what? Oh yeah, we just heard uh, free yourself because we were earlier we were talking about taking the initiative, making a difference in your community and in your area. And one of the ways you can do that is by volunteering for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, getting out there, gathering signatures from registered voters throughout the state to sign on to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative petition. And then once we have the um, what is it, 370-something thousand, I guess 376,000 verified uh, signatures, it will be officially on the ballot come um, the next presidential election when we're all voting for Bernie Sanders. And um, 
Feel the that was my impression of Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, anyways, oh, it looks like we got a caller due from the five five nine. So we'll see who it is. Is this thing gonna work? Oh, they just bounced out. Uh-huh. They were like, "Hail to the now, <laughs> to the now, now, now." Yeah, they got a little um, schizo there. I don't know. Anyways, we're still here. Hopefully this thing will stay connected and it won't tar it out and we're not being too totally awesome on the TCHI radio network for it to shut us out. Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. Me and Lou were looking at this story about 500 pounds of marijuana found found in truck outside Walmart. You're thinking, okay, you know. 500 pounds of drinking in the back of a pickup? No, dude, it's like in the back of a semi-trailer. That looks like more than 500 pounds. That's got to be more than 500 pounds. That's just what they're reporting because the cops stole the rest of it. You know, it's just stuff that's just not even real. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably not. That's probably like chicken fingers or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like what they really took home because they're heating it. And they break the law more than most regular, than the average citizens do. But you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> so this is an interesting story. You can check it out. This is from KHOU.com, Houston, Texas, and Techno Company. Uh, USA Today Network posted this story. It's about um, the Fishers Police Department said officials seized the marijuana around 4 a.m. They found the drugs in a semi-tractor trailer parked outside of the store. Authorities reported suspicious activity when two men were found in the semi-tractor trailer or tractor waiting to make a delivery. In quotations. Police said, uh, drug-sniffing dogs were called to the scene. Police found drugs in the trailer during a search, police said. Two men, a driver and a passenger, were detained. Investigators were told the driver knew about the marijuana the passenger was released. So the passenger was like, hey, bro, I have no idea. I was just hitchhiking for whatever, right? Like, I'm just here for the ride, man. I had no idea he had pallets of marijuana in, his, in the trailer. The driver, Isaac Roberto Aristica, Aristica Bojarikis, if I tortured that, sorry. <laughs> 25 of Mexico was arrested on suspicion of intent to deliver more than five pounds of marijuana. Wait, that says five pounds. The story says 500 pounds of beer. Tuesday's drug bust marked the largest in Fisher's history, said Sergeant Tom Weger, spokesman with Fisher's police. The truck, which police said wasn't connected to Walmart, also contained coffee creamer. Huh, go figure. A different truck was used to move the creamer to its original destination. Because that's an important bit of information. We were because everybody was truly concerned about the creamer that was traveling with that marijuana because it, it could have been possibly tainted with marijuana. <laughs> it might kill somebody. All right, so that's a little story in the news that seems a little absurd. Um Oh, I mean, not absurd, other than this, the way that it was really written and put together. But um, 500 pounds of marijuana just sitting 
in the back of a trailer and the driver from How Mexico. How does that look suspicious? Well, I guess it is. It's really not that suspicious, bro. I mean, I used to drive trucks, so, you know what I mean? Like, Walmart specifically allowed truckers to stay in their parking lots. Wherever there's a Walmart, if your truck can get in and out of their uh, parking lots, they'll allow you to sleep. Campers, too, RVs and stuff like that. Yeah, they'll allow you to stay in your parking lot. That's why I don't see how. So it's not, yeah, it's not that suspicious, and especially in a semi, truckers sleep in their trucks all the damn time, and they drive in teams. So it's not that suspicious. So what it was is a, a white cop really drove by these truckers and saw two Mexican dudes yeah. in a truck and said, hey, that's suspicious. <laughs> Let's be honest. Don't fool yourselves, people. Look at Okay, here's another one. Facebook deletes medical marijuana pages. This is interesting. This is out of New Jersey. Um, NewJersey.com, True Jersey. Um, this is out of Trenton. Medical marijuana is legal in 23 states, including New Jersey, but the ubiquitous social media giant Facebook apparently doesn't like it. Homepages run by the three Garden State dispensaries and the last and the least handful of others across the country have been deleted. The surprise moves stunned dispensary owners and angered patients who said Wednesday they were on the up-to-the-minute information these sites provide about the latest strains that help alleviate debilitating symptoms. So, um, well, it's true. I mean, a lot of people rely on social media as their new um, news outlets and their news source of getting information. So, uh, and I mean, it's just, it's all, they already have this, the apps and the bullshit on your phone for you to tool around and do your shit. So, it's, why not? You know what I mean? And the fact that they're talking about something that's legal in these states, it's not like they're breaking any laws in, in their states. And no. they're basing it off of federal laws. Is that what they're trying to do? Of course How? Okay. Because I know you can go in and report a person. Can you go report a page, right? Yeah. How many reports does it take for them to have to take it down? Because what what's happening is somebody, a bunch of people are going in and reporting yeah, I mean, why would anyone even do that? Just to be malicious and be a douchebag. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, like I don't, I, I well, guess I would do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it happens. Yeah, I mean, they're you know, well, like Mickey Martin, the guy that's going to be a guest speaker out at the out out of the event tomorrow evening. Yeah, he got thrown uh, like banned from Facebook for like thirty days for saying certain things about marijuana and other stuff. So. And, well, I mean, let's let's be honest. Mickey Martin is—he's if you know him and who he is, he's he's on edge, man. He'll he he don't hold back shit. But that's that's why most people respect him and appreciate what he does is because he doesn't hold his tongue and he's an honest person and he'll tell you straight up how he feels about how he feels, you know. And that's something a, a lot of I can appreciate. I've always appreciated that. Um, so, but. They they bring the heat down, man. They don't want you talking about this shit. They don't want you, you know, which is ridiculous, right? Especially considering Sean Parker, right, who is like, he was the one of the founders of Facebook or financiers of Facebook, right? Like he is one of the the financiers for the the Adult Use of Marijuana Act, the other initiative that's taking place oh. in California, right? So. Are you seeing the connection? Man. Yeah. Right. 
Right? And the funny thing about Sean Parker, right, is like his whole Napster was like, fuck the band, we're going to take the music back, right? From all these, from who? The artists that created this shit, you asshole? Oh, you didn't think that through very far, did you? You know what I mean? Snatched her, man. I mean, and then that led to LimeWire, which, which super, which preceded um, Napster. And you know what I mean? There was just program after program after program after that and copycats of what he created. Okay. And he's an investor, dude. Don't forget about that. I mean, let's let's well, yeah. put two and two together, people. Follow the money. Always follow the money. It will always lead you to the truth. And, I mean, that guy is an investor. That's what he does. So when he sees an opportunity to invest in something, he jumps all over it. And that's exactly what he sees in the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. He sees a chance and, and an opportunity to seize on a market and have the inside track on the regulations, on all the shit and everything that needs to take place for him to hand down to all his Silicon tech crony buddies or whoever the hell he wants to, or whatever, even if he does or doesn't, you know what I mean? These are all things that like, why aren't they being discussed? Why isn't this shit a red flag to regular people? Why aren't you looking into these things? You know, um, there's there's things out there that they, they see it as like, hey, this upstanding citizen is supporting this. I can support it too. Yeah, yeah. and that's the sad that's thing the, is, is like DPA, right? The Drug Policy Alliance, it, it gets its main source of funding from George Soros, who owns the majority of stock in Monsanto. You know what I mean? Like, and they're backing this bill as well. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing. You like people aren't taking into, they're not following the money. They're not putting two and two together and saying, who's really funding this? I mean, the CCHI, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, has language in there that prevents and bans genetically modified cannabis in the future for California, which is a big deal, dude. You know what I mean? And if you don't think that the big corporate powers don't see that as a problem when you're talking about, I'm not talking about growing marijuana, smoking it for adult use and recreational use and all these things. I'm talking about the industrial use of hemp. And the, it as a food. Remember, we were watching on the news earlier that big chemical company in China yeah, purchased that company. seed company. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what yeah. is, why is there a trend? You know what I mean? Why chemical companies, chemical buying, companies buying food companies? Yeah. That is a that's a scary red flag trend too that's taking place. And I mean, we have 33 countries around the world that have banned genetically modified foods in their countries, and we don't hear why is that? Because one of the ones that profit from it the most is an American-based company. It's Monsanto, and they're also one of the what's it? I think they were they were sued and had to pay the highest fines in like corporate history because of Agent Orange and what they did in Vietnam and other things like that. And they don't people don't put two and two together that they were the same company that did that. A lot of people don't even know that's where it came from. Yeah, and it's sad. I mean, pick up a book, man. Read an article. There are people out there that care and put real information out there. You know what I mean? And and all the stuff I say, I don't want you to think, hey, oh, he's biased. He only thinks one way, whatever. Take what I say, go look it up. What I say is what I think. It's what I feel. It's what I've looked into. 
And there could be points that I'm missing along the way and stuff I'm saying. And that's why this is a live damn show. If you want to call in and say something, you know, bring it to my attention. Let's talk about it. I mean, that's one of the whole points of this show. You know, if you have a specific question in regards to cannabis cultivation or a specific question you want answered in regards to cannabis hemp legalization, if you want to know about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and what it can do for your local area, or if you want to get involved, you know, you or if you have questions as a signature gatherer or as a regional coordinator or a local coordinator on, you know, ways that you can help and get more active, get more involved, or if you need tips and hints on how to, you know, gather signatures, be a little more social, a little thing, you know, that's what the show is for. You can call in and I can give you tips about it. We can talk about it. And then um, also in other news, there will be uh, another show on the CCHI radio network very soon, um, which I'm looking forward to probably happening on Friday night. Uh, possibly this Friday night. We're not quite sure. We're trying to get everything in order. We want to make sure it's totally awesome and professional. And it will be just, it will be specific to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and and, and its news and everything. And it's going to be an exciting show. Um, Patrick Moore will be on there. Um, hopefully, we're going to be getting um, Wesley from West Hollywood and uh, Dan um, involved with the show and the network as well to help out a little bit with. Um, making the show run a little smoother, sound a little more professional. And um, I'm looking forward to a new show that uh, really focuses on the initiative itself and the movement and what we're trying to achieve and informs the uh, public and all of our volunteers out there about what's going on so we can keep you all updated. So we have people up in Northern California, up in Humboldt, all the way down to San Diego. We have people here in the Central Valley. Like I was saying, we just got some petitions out to um, Chris Avila of the Green Machine, and he's going to take those out to Hanford and in his area. And um, shout out to Steve Mendez. You got some petitions coming to you as well. Um, and I, I also handed him over some of the um, petition circulation forms so that you can fill those out too, and then um, get those back to me or whatever. But that's how it works, folks. If you want to get involved, all you got to do is contact me. You can call me right now and say, "Hey, man, I don't like contact you." We'll we'll go to our you know, the next music break, we'll go into the lobby and we'll chat about how you can get in contact with me and where we go from the future. I've got petitions. I've got material. If you want to get involved here in Fresno in the Central Valley local area, please contact me. Um, if you want to sign the petition, contact me. And I'll be updating the um, the social media on exactly at, um, locations and places where you can sign it uh, based on my team and people here working on the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. So, because we do have other teams here in Fresno, we do have Diane Valdivinos and her team out in Fresno also gathering signatures and working hard for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, trying to make things happen. So, uh, we're one big team, one big unit, and we have to function that way and stay uh, united because united we stand, united we fall. And time to get united, people. Um, that being said, we're going to cut to another track. This one, I think we're going to do a little, let's see. Um, how about Peril Bravo? These guys, um, super awesome band. They're going to be out at the show tomorrow night too. Uh, be sure to check them out. They're out of, originally out of Long Beach. I think they're still there, um, down in the, um, uh, SoCal area. So shout out to my Dodgers. Uh, and I guess welcome back Rams. Get the hell out of Missouri. 
because that's Chiefs country. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, football's rigged. All right. Pero Bravo on the floor. This is Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. <laughs> Yeah, they are in total support 
Um, you know, like a lot of people are. Everybody throughout California knows about the Jack Hare Initiative, who Jack Hare is, his work, which also includes his initiative and what he was trying to push so hard for here in California for over 20-something years, or I would say a little bit less than 20 years because he died back in 2010. So, um, or no, not 20, was it 2010? I think it was 2010 or 2009, excuse me, around that time, I know. Uh, right around that time, but I don't you don't test me, bro. Don't test me. Anyway, speaking of Jack Hare, be sure to go to jackhair.com where you can read um, the Emperor Wears No Clothes for free and get yourself educated about the California can not well not the California cannabis him edition, but about his book and how cannabis became illegal in the first place, who's behind it, why they did it those dirty scoundrels behind the synthetics, lumber, oil, and all these other big industries that really knew that hemp was going to um, be a huge threat to their future and their industries because it pretty much does everything they do 10 times better. And it's natural and renewable and it's non-toxic. So there's no sorts of pollution. Like, you know, what... Let's say a big old tanker, Exxon, Hemp D's or whatever is crossing the ocean, right, with the oil, with the tanker full, with the whole boat full of oil crashes in the ocean. Well, boom, man, those are going to be some happy-ass fish in that area. You know, they just got all kinds of some super good oil food and shit to grub on. You know what I mean? It's no big. Vegetable-based, you know what I mean? Like, it's non-toxic, so what's the big deal? You know, I mean, versus what you see off of the Gulf of Mexico right now, where they still have, they never cleaned that shit up. They just buried it. They just hid it. You see the thing where there's a uh, natural gas leak? No, the you know, methane gas yeah, leak here in California or whatever that's like yeah. out, out of control. And the like, equivalent of an oil spill, but in the air. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's just going on in our state. No big. Yeah. Well, there we're. They're too busy stealing our water, including our air, and fucking making sure that, you know, we have to purchase it from them in some way versus just being able to have access to it. Kind of ridiculous, but we're here. Let my people grow on the QPHI Radio Network. I'm your host, Steve Bellamy. With me is Lou. Um, we're just chatting, shooting the shit. Um, hitting the dab pin here, hitting this Snoop Dogg Micro G pin. Plug. Plug some critical AK what he said. Oh no, this is cheese actually. Yeah, this is a AOG cheese from Paradise State. Um it came out really well. I really like the cheese. This reminds me of Hopper Stone and the Corona Sewer, who we usually seem to try and get on the show when we're feeling their song. Um, but that being said, dude. Hell, hell of cool. You say hell even people from Los Angeles have weird. Yeah, that's, that's what I got too. Like, yeah. I got a friend. I got a friend event from um, Clovis Adult. That uh, whenever I say hell, she's like, "That's so annoying." And he gets, yeah. She goes, well, what are you talking about? You're, you're from LA. And she's like, "Yeah, you don't say that shit down there." And I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Okay, oh. you know what I mean?" It's like, well, it's like whatever. 
Yeah, but yeah, apparently it's in LA it's not as it's not as hella cool down there. You know what I mean? Apparently we're hella cool up here, and they're just kind of they're cool. They're just cool. You know what I mean? We're gonna tell a life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's hella cool. <coughs> hell to the now. To the now, now, now. Man, yeah, that's terrible. Um, other events also coming up this weekend. Um, I see my wife just called in. Love you, babe. <laughs> um, yeah, that's her right there. Um, anyways, like I was saying, this weekend you got the SoCal Cup, the back-to-back SoCal High Times Cannabis Medical Cannabis coming up. Um, there will be volunteers and people out there from the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative that will be gathering signatures. I don't know if we'll have speakers or if they're going to have a legalization panel this weekend. I'm not sure. That sure would be awesome considering that we're coming up, up coming up onto an election year, election cycle, and we have one of the first presidential campaigns in presidential history to come uh, president to say, you know, he, Bernie Sanders came out and said, I think we could, should completely remove cannabis from the Controlled Substance Act, which uh, I haven't heard anybody say, which is something that, you know, even people like us, we're, we're considered the extreme friend, right? We ask for too much. It's too much. You can't ask for everything in one initiative, man. Right? Because you got to compromise, which is bullshit, because we're not the majority, we're not the minority anymore. You know what I mean? We see the polls and shit statewide and nationwide that show that people favor legalization. I mean, even back in 2013, when we were doing this campaign for 2014, we were, you know, they did polls specific and asked them, you know, hey, are you in favor of legalization? It was a, done by the field poll uh, offices, and they they polled the people and asked them if they were in favor of legalization. 50, I think it was 56% of them said they were in favor of legalization or something like that. And then they asked them, they they gave them an overview of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and said, would you be in favor of voting for this initiative? And it went up like 1% or 2%, like 56 It went up to like 57 or some percent like that. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, so people in California, they know what the text in the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, Jack Hair Initiative is. They know what it says. It's very basic. It's not, there's no mumbo jumbo. There's no legalese. There's no, oh, please refer to section C321, blobbity bloop, and go to here and do, you know what I mean? It's, it's just straightforward, one page. This is our intent. If you don't like it, don't sign it. If you like it, sign it. You know what I mean? But this that this initiative is gonna make a difference for California. It's gonna make a difference for our generation. It's gonna make a difference for the generations behind us, which is the most important. And they're the ones, you know. And that's why you you when it tied into like Bernie Sanders and the whole political sphere, right? That's why you see the younger generations and people like myself and yourself that aren't as afraid of like socialistic views and socialistic ideas. And, because we've we've experienced capitalism in a completely different way than our parents did, you know what I mean? And their grand and our grandparents did. They experienced capitalism, and their experience of capitalism was favorable. You know what I mean? They were able to one, the dad went to work, though. You know what I mean? The mom stayed home, and then with just that one income, they could provide to send their kids to college. 
You know what I mean? Like those that that but those are de- that those that's not the way it is anymore. Ever since the you know the late seventies, shit has been completely different. So it's a little crazy. You know what I mean? It's just a political atmosphere in which we find ourselves. It may be a little scary, maybe a little frightening, may be over may seem overwhelming, may seem like we're too tiny to make a difference, but that's not true at all. It's not true one damn bit. If we get out there and we get loud and we get active and we you know, we take the information that we've learned about the cannabis hemp plant and everything that it can be utilized for in the sense of energy, food, um, paper, um, medicine. All these different things and facets that can be utilized from one plant that's renewable, um, doesn't require any pesticides, very little water. It's a drought-resistant plant, can be grown in any climate, um, replenishes the soil, can phytoremediate um, nuclear waste, can remove that from the soil. You know, I mean, it can remove toxins from the soil. I mean, it can. It's all. There's no other plant on Earth. In the plant kingdom, that's better at converting CO2, that taking, you know, dirty air and converting it into clean, breathable air. That's the best way to explain it. You know, it, there's no other plant that consumes more and produces more clean air oxygen pound for pound, right? We'll say pound for pound, like a box, right? Like for its size, Duration nobody kicks ass at CO2 converting. Oxygen. Yeah, exactly. Nobody kicks ass better than the hemp plant, right? Pound for pound, if you are taking it in in the size, you know what I mean. If you're told, but a big ass tree does this, blah blah blah. But the point is, is like these aren't these aren't just crazy hippie theories, dude. You know what I mean? Like people can just throw off anymore. Like these are plausible, natural alternatives that are simply just being overlooked because we know that there's an industry that's been trying to prevent it for over. You know, since the 1930s, and even prior to that, you know, uh, California was the first state to make it illegal. Not a lot of people realize that. I think it was like 1913 or something. I think they're just trying to save face. Yeah. Well, I mean, how can they? You know, I mean, and that's one of the things about the California Cannabis Temp Initiative. It challenges the federal government, and it says your unconstitutional prohibition of cannabis hemp. You ha- you're going to have to prove it in a court of law. You know what I mean? Just like with Prop 215 back in 1996 when it passed, right? They were like, federal government was like, hell, just no, just no, no, no. And then we were like, bro, this is hella cool, and you're not taking this away from us, right? What the hell was that? We were suffering from technical difficulties. Please stay tuned. I don't know, but we're back now, and it's funny because right, we got kicked off of the the regular Direct Connect. First, originally we got kicked off of Skype, so yeah. we went to the Direct Connect. Now we're on the Direct Connect, and now we have to go back to Skype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is some shenanigans and tomfoolery from the man, but they can't keep us down, bro. We're still going. Show is still on on Let My People Grow, Dusty Bowl, CCHI, Ra- CCHI Radio Network. Um, 
We're going to play a track right now. This is going to be Ben Scales growing marijuana in my yard. Be sure to check him out on Facebook and social network. He's not just a super dope, amazing musician, but he's also a pretty awesome cannabis lawyer. And he knows a thing or two about cannabis, and he knows a thing about two, thing or two about entertainment and law. So, law entertainment, which is uh, very interesting. So, infotainment. Infer. Oh yeah, Ben Scales growing marijuana in my yard. I call this my coming out of the closet song. I'm not at all ashamed to say that I'm growing marijuana in my yard. Yard. I got little pots of pot spread out all over the lot Cause I'm growing marijuana in my yard Well I got the seed from Mexico Stuck it in some dirt and let it grow I Put it in my garden with my peppers and my peas And I get all the smoke I need to breathe Cause I'm growing marijuana in my yard I don't grow much, just what I use I work all day and when I'm through I smoke some marijuana from my yard Now the policeman, he wants to talk to me Smoke up all that weed. He says, Money's what you're in it for. Don't you know we're in a war? Now I'm gonna haul your ass downtown with me. I said, Hey man, what is it to you? How do I infringe on what you do? Well, I beg your pardon if you're offended by my garden. But I just can't grow Prozac in my yard. So I grow my own medicine in my yard. On my land, both my cars. Now I have to buy my pot from a teenager in the parking lot who's growing marijuana in his yard. Oh, anyone can grow it in their yard. Hey, I can show you how it ain't hard. Never mind the president, let's overgrow the government and I'll grow marijuana in our yard. Check him out on Facebook and check him out at benscales.com. Check him out. Super dope guy. Allows us to play that super cool song. It's really the only song I asked him to play on, but he does have other great music. And be sure to check it out at benscales.com. And we're back on Let My People Grow. CCHI Radio Network seems to be functioning right now, as far as we know. 
Who knows? You know, they could go down at any time once again. But we will always fight to come back. We never lay down. We never give up because we're the best around. Nothing's going to ever keep you down. You're the best around. Karate Kid, right? Blue? No? All right, whatever, dude. Blue's like, dude, what is this guy doing? He's singing on the air. Yeah, dude. No, I found What? What did you find, Lou? Colorado company is using hemp to fight the spread of staph infections in hospitals. Yeah, I saw I saw a story the other day about hemp tampons. Free. It should be. For women. Why not? I mean, there's a big feminist movement for that, bro. For like free tampons. Oh, why? Why not give? Why not give women free hemp tampons? Because that would be socialism, Lou. Can't be doing shit like that. What's America? What the hell are you talking about, boy? Tell you where to stick that tampon. Oh, yeah. Tell you where to stick it. Where the sun don't shine, boy. Man. We're having serious, serious network issues, folks. I don't know what the hell's going on right now. Boom. Boom. What, Lou? Can't hear you over there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, All right, we're back. The number five uh, new innovations in hemp. Graphene-like nanomaterials. I think one of the uh, one of the most thing the things that they fear most. I mean, I mean the current you know the oligarchy and the current powers that be. What they fear the most about him is his power for energy. The energy. Oh, yeah. Well, like when you look at that aspect of really alcohol prohibition was about preventing people from producing their own their own ethanol fuels and their own fuels um, in for powering their own shit. You know, I mean, they didn't want people to do that. It wasn't about them getting drunk and all. We're concerned about your safety. (laughs) You know, I mean, because if that was the case, they wouldn't have been lying to us about marijuana and telling us it was this dangerous thing and having dare programs at our schools and trying to brainwash us since we're children. You know what I mean? Otherwise, they would just tell us, oh, yeah, it's never killed anyone in the recorded history of man, you know. Oh, and if you can find a case, then you would be the first person to discover that. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. they just don't want you to know that. Why? Why? And if they lie to you about that, what else would they lie to you about? Um, you know what I mean? A natural, non-toxic plant's never killed anybody. They're going to, you know what I mean? That's some shit, man. Look into it, bro. Ooh, tinfoil hat wearing some bitch. Right? It's one of those guys Foil's bad for you. Stay away and don't smoke out of foil. And don't smoke out of aluminum cans. Though we've all been there. Wow. We've all been there, right? It's forced to. Yeah. It's forced to go underground. Look at network connection problem under this bullshit. Again? No, well, no. The Skype is still up running. Is still up and running right now, currently. But. It's just funny. Um, anyways, we're going to play a little music just because we don't know what to do. And anyway, look forward to some really good guests coming up here really soon. We've just been kind of um, taking it easy on the network and the programming right now just because we're trying to get it all in order, figure out what's going on with the network. Um, uh, 
um, anyways, so we'll have, um, looking forward to getting Kyle Cushman on the show, talk a little bit about cultivation, Kyle Cushman, uh, a long time friend, we talk, you know, at all the events, we see each other at the Cannabis Cups all these times, all these years, uh, it's always fun chatting with him and talking to him at all the events when we see each other, so it'll be good to get him on the show, he also does his own podcast, um, which uh, I think, ironically, is on Wednesdays too, or Weed Day Nights, so um, he'll be coming on, um, we're going to get Drew West, um, author of the West Coast Masters um, book, which I have a signed copy of. Overgrow Babylon, homie. Um, he'll be on the show soon. Uh, talking, so we're gonna get some cultivators on um, that are in favor of the California cannabis hemp initiative and legalization, and um, just to help get you guys a little more information on cultivation, because I feel like I don't talk about it enough, even though I'm my brain is like full of it, dude. I can talk about cannabis cultivation until the cows come home. I just I kind of need. I'm like a lawnmower. You kind of got to pull the string and then I'm gone, you know what I mean? At that point. That's it. You just gotta st- you know, I'm like start and go. I'm more like a weed eater. Yeah. You just like pull the trigger. Right? You're kind of sporadic, is that what you're saying? That makes sense, Blue. That makes sense. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. My back is hurting. Well, right if you're now. a lawnmower, I'll be a weed eater, bro. <laughs> or or well, is that like Pretty a weed sure. eater edging combo? Oh, for sure. Does it have like the little flat down metal piece the, so that you I'm can the edge? I'm the one on the infomercial that is battery powered. Oh shit! Damn. And you're you're eco friendly. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, man! You just up me, bro. Damn it! I got an electric lawnmower. I don't have a lawn. I grow food. <laughs> Dude, this thing is tarding out. It still shows that I'm talking, like we're still alive, but I can't really see the studio too well or if it's functioning. But well, it appears to be, but not really. See? It's a little weird. That was loud. Um, yeah, that was loud. That was loud. But anyways, uh, be sure to check out the California Cannabis Impenative, cchi2016.org, and click the volunteer and donate buttons and get involved in your areas. Get active. Um, Right now, you can get out there and start collecting signatures to help out. We're about halfway through the signature, or a little bit over, or a little bit past. I think we're about halfway into the signature gathering process. So um, I'm getting texts from people. Um, Saying you're off air? No. Well, I I know I'm not off air because the the time is running on Skype. But uh, this thing is is running kind of funky. I don't know why. So we're just going to take some some dabs. Some hits off this pad here. Wait for this piece of crap to get back on board. We'll just kind of chat it out. Oh, man. What a pain. Blog Talk Radio. You. What a pain in the
All right. I think we got it back. We should be good. Yeah. Shit's all crazy. All right. Um, With that being said, we're going to have to take a break, play some music. Since we haven't heard any talking, we're going to get to some burnt. This is going to be harder than the rest. Gigantic, gigantic, excuse me, with thick skin. Ooh. 
We're back on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. We're still live. They can't keep us down. We've reconnected about three or four times already. Can't stop us. We're broadcasting, dude. We're unstoppable. Come at me, bro. (laughs) Anyways, this is Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. With me is Lou in the studio, live in the Bud Cave. Um... I want to touch a little bit about um, Santa Cruz and everything that they've done in Santa Cruz and how they continue to be an epicenter for um, cannabis rights and social justice. They've always been um, right on point. Even at the uh, Blue Ribbon Marijuana uh, Commission panel, whatever, I can't ever get it right, Uh, at Fresno State with Gavin Newsom and all his um, pretend to be legalizer people they had on the panel pretty much preaching reefer madness. I mean, they even had the Tulare chief of police up there talking about how he thought legalization was a bad move. Why? What was his, what points did he bring up? He, well, he, in his opinion, and everybody just like busted up laughing when he said it, he was like, in my opinion, it's a gateway drug. And everybody just laughed in his face, like, you know, ha, 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 you're an idiot. Like, that's already been proven wrong. You know what I mean? Milk is a gateway drug, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you can point the finger at anything. Caffeine, sugar, there's so many other things that you can... The old argument. Yeah. But, um, you know, even at those panels, you still... um, There was an attorney from Santa Cruz that was on the panel and he was the only person that was up there defending, you know, patients and patients rights. And, you know, being from Santa Cruz, he was part of the, uh, attorneys that, um, actually I'll try to get a, a new window open here so I can look it up. Um, I think his name is, you know, I'll be able to find it right now. Um, she's, I think it's like, Hold on, give me a second. I'm gonna find it. Do 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 right here. Um, Ben Rice, that's his name. Ben Rice from Santa Cruz. Um, he is a criminal defense and medical cannabis attorney. He has represented cultivators, dispensaries, and doctors involved in medical marijuana, as well as advised policymakers. Uh, ben serves as a member of the regulatory and tax structure working group of the Blue Ribbon Commission. So he was part of the Blue Ribbon Commission on Marijuana uh, Legalization or whatever the hell you called it. Um, uh, If you go to fresgrowunified.com, you can find a link on there or an article that I wrote about the entire thing. We attended it. Um, Don Marie, um, shout outs to Don, Don, John, excuse me, Don Job and um, Jeffrey Farr, um, Diane, Jeffrey Clark. Uh, a lot of other people here in town, local activists and people from the community turned out to go to that event. And um, I documented it on com. There you can also find a video of the entire um, panel and you can hear all the crazy reefer madness that was spoken that day. It's the best way to describe what they were speaking because they were talking about legalization, but they were talking about a form of legalization that was, that was tr- really distant. It was like okay, well, we're going to legalize it, but we're going to really buy into all the hype and and reefer madness that it it can 
the weed today is bad compared to the weed they grew a long time ago. It, people can people are getting way higher than they ever got before, you know, like kind of hysteria and that, oh, it might, it's going to affect the children, the children, if the children get their hands on it, it's going to be really bad, you know, like all the same old tired shit you heard and it came from each one of them. Even the one medical marijuana guy from the union um, was like, I think we should just hold off on legalization altogether and try to regulate the medical marijuana industry. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of all, yeah, exactly, just kind of, um, but for those who don't know about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, it is the people's initiative, it always has been, always will be, it's um, the Jack Hare Initiative, it was started by Jack Hare, um, um, Captain Ed Adair, um, Chris Conrad, uh, Bruce Margolin, uh, Brenda Kirschenbaum. Uh, many people have been involved with it since then and still are to this day. Um, it's it's always been a people's initiative based off of not only is it actually a people's initiative and the process and how it's filed and how you go about, um, you know, actually getting it onto the ballot and, and codifying it into law, but it's also referred to as the People's Initiative because it relies solely on the people because it is usually an all-volunteer basis and um, a group of dedicated citizens and activists throughout California that are circulating it and trying to get people to sign it. And, um, you know, that's that's the biggest drawback of that of this type of initiative is because it's going up against a political um it's it's playing within a political realm where that's being taken over by polit by money, you know what I mean? To where money drives it. That's like um, the, there was a conversation on Facebook about paying people for signatures and all this stuff. And and in my honest opinion, I don't think that they should. I don't think it should be legal to pay petitioners to gather signatures. In my honest opinion, that's just my opinion because you're still to me it still seems like you're buying the process. You know what I mean? Yeah, those people still have to go out and get registered people to vote. But at the same time, you're still, you know what I mean? You can pay a certain amount of money and ensure that that gets on the ballot. And that, to me, you're still kind of purchasing your way to ensuring your your, your laws or your legislation, which just seems to me like an, a corruption of the people's initiative process, which was initially intended to avert... Uh, corruption in our government. You know, I mean, this was intent. The People's Initiative process was enacted to allow the people to uh, subvert the legislators in the state if they felt that they were too extreme or were overstepping their bounds. This was a way for the people to say, okay, we don't agree with your madness or your crazy bills or your legislation, and we're going to create our own laws, our own bills. All we got to do is get a majority of people to sign it, blah, blah, blah. Get go through the process. That's what they do. Yeah. Well, and that's my that's my point. You know, even to the extent to where you're purchasing, it should it should all be it should be active citizenry just concerned about a serious issue and topic, and them getting out there and being active and getting the job done. It shouldn't be oh well, I can if I just get the you know I'm not saying like we should rule. We've always. Um, tried to, you know, get the, at the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and CCH. It's always been that outreach to try to get those bigger donors and people, and they they are interested. 
You know what I mean? But the thing is, is when they see a struggling campaign that's based off of volunteers, they you know, most people, unless you got the the money to pay a petitioning company, you're just not going to get on there. Which to me doesn't seem like a very fair political scheme. Yeah, it's skewed, yeah, it's skewed toward the money still. And and that and that that's what's crazy about it. Like I was saying before, bro, is the People's Initiative was created, process was created because they were already getting out of hand yeah. at the state level and legislator lobbies back in like nineteen oh eight and shit, you know, or back in the nineteen twenties or whatever it was when this was passed. Yeah, I mean that's back then, dude. Like and we're just sitting here and now this has been corrupted because they've seen success through it, like the like prop two fifteen and other mm-hmm. and like prop eight, like and that's another thing too. Like don't think that like good good propositions and bad propositions, they can all be proposed. They can all be put on the ballot if the right enough if yeah, if, if enough of if enough crazy people sign the bad one, right, then it's gonna get on there. And if enough good people sign the good one's gonna get on there, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like if it doesn't sign so how many voters actually read the Actually, read what? The, the initiatives. The initiatives. Like well, some guy's like, just yeah. there. He's like, "Hey, you want to legalize marijuana?" And the dude's all, "Yeah." Yeah, all exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's there that happens all day long, yeah. and those are those are the people that the paid petitioners are are shooting for. Yeah, you know? like those are who they're geared for. And they know how they know how to spot them and all this, and it's not hard, you know. what I mean, and if you wanted to do the same thing at the, at the CCHI and just say, "Hey, man, you want to legalize weed? You could too." But that's that's the difference between our initiative and the other initiative is the the CCHI doesn't just legalize. It's not just a pot initiative for recreational use for right. adults, right? It's a states' rights initiative. It's it's a we want we want cannabis legalized our way and in, in a certain way and in a way that we agree with and in a way that we want it implemented in the way we want. You know what I mean? Not the way you tell us. I mean, you've already been lying to us since the 30s and telling us that this is some um, crazy loco weed that makes blacks look at white women and, you know, Mexican sl- um uh, farm workers and laborers frequently smoke on their downtime. You know what I mean? They, they used it as a way to throw people in jail during Jim Crow laws and yeah. other ways of, of subverting, you know, slavery and our terrible history that we have in the United States. I mean, the corporations took the 14th Amendment and fucking ran with it, dude. They fucking took off and they were like, this isn't about slavery. This is about, you know, oh, we're corporations people. are people too now because if yeah. slaves are people, hell, can a business be a person too? Right. You know what I mean? Because that's that, and that's the kind of mentality of this, of our history that people overlook. Because you know, what I mean, like Nikola Tesla, he's not in the history books. Why is he not in the history books? Why do you have to learn about him from um, the Science Channel or from documentaries or stuff outside of school? Why why aren't you taught about Nikola Tesla and his attempt to do free energy and how he you know how he tried to inspire people to believe you know tap into this energy source that's always there and it's free? You know what I mean? That's what scared him. That's what scared the people that were already making money off of it. You know what I mean? They're like, dude, we can't just give away fucking energy for free. What the hell are how you are we talking gonna sell about? It? Yeah, how are we going to make money off it? How am I going to continue to dominate in the stocks and all this other shit and blah, 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 bleep, bloops, you know? 
All right, we got a caller at 702-524. I'm pretty sure I know who it is. I think it's our dear friend Hedgewitch, Jeffrey Farr, and Tulare County Coordinator for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. Are you there? Greetings and blessings on all. How's it going? Greetings. It's going. We've had kind of a crazy night over here in the Bud Cave. We've had a couple disconnects. We've bounced back and forth from Skype to Direct Connect, back to Skype now, and we're running a little a little smoother now, but... They can't keep yeah, us down, bro. Myself. Say what? I said I just got home from work for myself. Went in front of the uh, city council last night. Yes, yes. How did that go? And uh, basically told them that we need to re-go over their, or their uh, ordinance again in light of the upcoming uh, legalization and to protect uh, patients and uh Remove their uh, ban on collective co-ops and deliveries. So it's pretty good. Hopefully, I can get them back into council chambers again, and, and we can go over this. Nice. That sounds promising. Yeah, we've been at it for for six years now with the council here in Porterville, and they've been pretty good about. Uh, listening to us and doing their own personal research. So, it's a hard battle. Again, which Spear added it a long time ago. <coughs> Our dear friend Don. Yeah. Yeah, I was just talking yes. about you guys and about how you guys came down for the um, the Blue Ribbon uh, commission on marijuana policy down here at Fresno State. Look, I nailed it right there. I didn't even try. But I, I haven't been able to say that right the entire night. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, I was talking about how we both came down and pretty much listened to a panelist of reform, of reform madness, you know, and oh, how... Yeah. You know, what would have been nice to see on that panel was actually a representative from the LEAP program. That's law enforcement against prohibition. Mm-hmm. You know that all we had on there was some right right wing Nazi uh, police officer, captain or or whatever he was, and he was just spouting pure reefer madness. And and to have somebody like that representing, you know. A voice in on this panel was ridiculous. Yeah, I think of that that was Joe Garza, right? The chief of police of the city of Reedley. Yeah. Yeah, that that's was, who it was. He was a joke. It's like yeah. he he was straight from Anslinger's book. Yeah, that's a, that's what I was talking about earlier is how Ben Rice from Santa Cruz was really the only sane voice up there that really said anything that made any sense in in um in regards to legalization or standing up for patients' rights. Yeah. And then that one lady that was up there started talking first, she was quoting something that was from out of Australia four years ago. Yeah, and she was she was the one that was like she they started out the whole thing with her and she came in so heavy and so hard on like 
all the children and and the children will get access to it and and all these dispensary owners are going to start targeting the lower income areas of the city and the minority groups and asian and mexican communities like they they really played into like the fact that this was going to be a bad idea you know like unless we get it right and by get it right they mean fall in line with the MRSA regulations that are going to come from these panels because what they're saying up at these panels they're cueing you they're telling you and they're they're let's say um how would you describe it? i'd say they're they're they want you to see it this way. They, you know, they want you to believe that this is the only form of legalization that's going to work and that's going to be accepted. Well, they're trying when to put blinders on us. Yeah, they're trying to uh, prime you, shall we say, prime you to yeah. see it their way, or at least prime you to um, believe that an alternative will not succeed and that this will be the only form that you will see. Which which we all know is not the case. There are there uh, there has always been, you know, the the CCHI and the People's Initiative process and the people that have been dedicated to trying to get it on the ballot for the last twenty plus years. And um, the only reason they don't get covered is because they don't have money to buy airtime on the radio, or they don't have money or paid professionals to um, you know contact news outlets and do all these other things like a professional well-financed campaign would be able to do you know what i mean and that and the thing that sucks about that is that that should not exclude any campaign from being uh from the political process money and finances should never be a problem in our political process it shouldn't be but you know it's come to the point where it's a bought and paid for vote you know perfect example is what would happen recently in ohio with bernie and Hillary, you know, yep. They they were deciding who's going to be a presidential candidate on the a flip of a coin. A break. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Iowa caucus. Yeah, the Iowa caucus is so ridiculous. It was a, it's essentially a tie. I mean, and the fact that uh, Bernie that Sanders, a Democratic Socialist, even tied Hillary Clinton at this point in the races. It says more for Bernie Sanders than it ever says for Hillary Clinton. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's a man whose campaign always has been to decriminalize cannabis. Yeah, you know? and he he's always fought on that side. Now everybody else is realizing that uh, hot ticket items are jumping on the bandwagon. Yep. And and that's like what I was saying earlier in the show is, you know, Sean Parker, what people got to remember about Sean Parker is he's an investor and he invests in things. He brings things that he thinks are going to be profitable for him and his friends and his people that he's trying to make money for. And that's exactly what the adult use of marijuana initiative or act or initiative is and what they plan for its future is is a form of control in a way that unless you have high financing and top dollar to purchase the lawyers and secure the the fees, permits, and whatever it is to participate in the industry, then you'll just be simply shut out. And I, and you know that's a, you got to remember, follow the money, people. Yeah, if, if you're going to vote on an initiative, follow up and see who's writing. 
the initiative. See who's paying for the campaigns. That's the smartest yeah. thing you can do. You can't read that initiative, in a, you know, while sitting down at lunch. Then it, obviously they've hidden something in there that they're not trying to tell you about. Well, I mean, even in a in a single sitting, you know, if if you can't if you can't read it over once and have a basic understanding of a, what they're trying to accomplish, you know, then at that point, then it's it's. You know, it's pretty confusing to the average uh, citizen. And, you know, that's something Mickey Martin was touching on on his Reform CA, um, ReformCalCA.com or whatever website that an article that he posted was that, you know, why the Sean Parker initiative simply won't pass. And it really doesn't have much to do with – it has more to do with the fact that, um, you know, there's a natural distaste for um, – corporate America and these wealthy investors and people like Sean Parker, like we saw in Ohio, right? And here you have the same thing in California. You have the corporate alternative versus, uh, you know, uh, the only thing they didn't have in Ohio was a people's initiative or alternative to what, to what happened there. So if I, I believe if they would have had something similar to the Jack Hare Initiative or People's Initiative in Ohio, an alternative, they most certainly would have voted for it because they 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 created that other bill to ensure that monopolies would be prevented in their constitution, specifically because they wanted to prevent uh, marijuana monopolies in their state. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to avoid here in California too. You know. If, if we let these Sean Parker and, and his MRSA get through, basically it's going to shut down all mom and pop operations. It's going to shut down concentrates. It's going to shut down your ability to make homemade edibles. Yeah, and the only place you're going to get it from is from their controlled system. Yeah. Well, um, Jeff, thank you for calling in tonight, brother. I appreciate you calling in and chatting with us as always. But uh, I think we're going to cut to maybe a short track, and then we're going to come back and do a couple shout-outs. But um, I want to make sure that um, you get your shout-out for your show on Monday nights. Yeah, Monday nights on the Philosopher's Stone here on the Blog Talk from nine o'clock or from 10 o'clock until 12 p.m. or a.m. Pacific Standard Time. During the witching hour, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, that's every Monday night. Awesome. Thank you, Jeff, for calling in this evening, brother. I always It's always a pleasure seeing you. I can't wait to have uh, see you again. Um, tomorrow, me and Lou are going to be heading down to Santa Cruz for that um, Free the Tree event that's happening. Um, try to record as much of that event as we can to try to get that into some audio clips and stuff that we can utilize here at the campaign. So. Well, if you're swinging through this way, swing by this way and say hi. Well, we're we're heading the other way, but if you're interested in going with us, I got to work. In the car. Oh, shit. What? It's the only thing oh, I got right now. All right, guys. We have a good night. All right, Jeff. Thanks, Hedgewitch. All right. That was our Tulare coordinator for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative um, calling in, letting us 
we always he's been a frequent guest of Let My People Grow and someone that uh, I eventually pushed into doing his own show and he's doing a good doing a great job. I really enjoy his show, especially when Don calls in and we're all three on there just kind of chatting it away. It's just kind of like a perfect synergy of the three of us just kind of flowing and bouncing off each other. Um, but with that being said, I don't know how much time we really have. We have about three minutes. Um, I don't know if we can really jam a quick song in there real quick with that amount of time. Um, so maybe we'll just do some quick shout-outs to everybody and all our volunteers Everybody involved with the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative um, statewide. Um, the High Times crew for, uh, once again, allowing the uh, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative into the um, High Times ca- Medical Cannabis Cup that happens at least two or three times a year. Apparently, they did two in um, in L.A., so I'm hoping they're going to do two in San Francisco because that would be pretty sweet. But... Um, yeah, thank you to those guys. Thanks to Danny Danko, uh, Dan's guy. I'd still love to get those guys on the show, and I'll be contacting them about that as well soon because they are in California, so now might be the best time because usually it's pretty hard to get them on because they're East Coasters, so they got that three-hour difference deal. It's kind of a it's kind of a deal-breaker sometimes. But hopefully we'll get some of them on the show too. Uh, maybe get some return guests back on the show would be nice too, like Marijuana Max Bortnick. Um, shout outs to that, to the Wild Zombie crew and family out there in Oregon. Um, maybe Don Land of the Thai Cannabis Corporation. Shout outs to all the people that have been on the show. And if you haven't heard any of the previous episodes of Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network, you can go to iTunes and you can go, or if you have the um, iPod, uh, or what is it, podcast app on um, your Android or on your iPhone, you can go in there and search for the uh, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, and there you will find um, every single episode that's ever been recorded under the CCHI Radio Network, and you can listen to every previous episode of Let My People Grow, and all the previous episodes of The Philosopher's Stone, and many more. So uh, be sure to stay tuned to the network. We're going to be, there's going to be a few changes here in the future. Uh, it's all for the better. Um, there's going to be some new shows, some new faces, some new sounds, some new music. We're ever-evolving, ever-changing. Um, looking forward to next week's show, where I will definitely have a guest for us next week, because I don't like filling all this time. It's just too much work. <laughs> but thank you to everybody involved, all of our volunteers, um, everybody. Um, be sure to check out the event tomorrow night in Santa Cruz at the Catalyst Club in at 8 p.m. Uh, Free the Tree. You can hear Pero Bravo, Ancestry, No Malaka Doja, and Burnt all in one event. You can hear from Mickey Martin and many more. Thank you, guys. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. Sweet Lou. Pete.